Now we join Mark Weber for the first hour of Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. You think it's hot outside? It, it's. I know it's been hot. I've been hot before, and it felt just like that. <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> now, think about this. Let's think about this. It's hot on you, right? Yes, sir. And if it's too hot, you can go find some air conditioning or maybe jump in a swimming pool. Or There's ways to cool off, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So how does a plant cool off? How does that tree in your front yard cool off? I have no idea. You will in just a few moments. <laughs> Here on Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior Clark Howard. You're listening to and Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin one first hour of what will be three incredible great hours of radio right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. My name is Mark Weber, and, and I have hosted this uh, legendary broadcast now for 28-plus years. And uh, actually, our 29th anniversary is coming up next month, which will have a heck of a birthday bash as well. Um, as we begin this morning's broadcast, we are so glad that you are joining us. If this is the first time you've ever tuned into Garden Talk, we welcome you. Um, we are a show that's all about helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. So no matter what your challenge may be, may it be a tree challenge, a landscape challenge, a planting challenge, an annual challenge, a grass challenge. <laughs> There's lots of challenges right now, particularly with all this incredibly hot weather today. A little bit about myself as we begin this morning, but do, I do want to mention, too, that you can join us live a couple different ways. Um, this show, ladies and gentlemen, is, is driven highly by you, not by me, the host, but by you. You are the listener. You, we are here to serve you, which means if you've got a gardening question, no matter what it is, how big or small or how trivial you may think it is, um... We would love to hear from you today. 457-1290. 457-1290. I believe Javon is next door manning the telephone lines and uh, regulating the air conditioners as well <laughs> today. Um, and uh, you can also join us live at GardenTalkBlog.com where we do live interactive chat. By the way, also, um, we have, uh, folks live in the garden talk chat room this morning. Fred is joining us. He's live from ocean city, New Jersey. Oh my goodness. A good place to be on a hot summer day. I've been there before. It's a really neat place. So <laughs> he's over on the Jersey shore. Okay. Well today, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit about myself as we begin this morning's broadcast. Um, I am the president and co-founder of a company founded right here in good old Dayton, Ohio called Mark Weber's Landscaping. You can learn about my business and all the things that we do for people at WeberLandscaping.com and Weber's spelt with two Bs. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. Um, 
and I'm very proud of that. Um, I'm also very proud of the fact that I have been worked in this industry since I was about 15 years of age. Um, I've done a lot of different things, have a lot of experience, and I'm also a bit of an academic as well. Um, I, I am also a board-certified master arborist. Less than 2% of all the certified arborists in the world are board-certified masters. Um, I'm also a designated by the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences as a certified professional horticulturalist. And I believe there is only 82 or 83 in the world, and I am one of the two 82 or 83 in the world. So when you call 457-1290, you are truly, and I mean truly, getting expert analysis, expert um, opinions that are going to provide you so much beneficial information. People who listen to Garden Talk have nice landscapes. They really do. People who listen to Garden Talk um, have a superior knowledge that they don't get anyplace else. So we encourage you to call us today. We're going to talk about a lot of really interesting topics today, one of which we're going to talk about what plants do when it's this hot. And it is kind of a fascinating thing. Um, they actually have their own kind of built-in air conditioning system, and we're going to talk in great specificity today how this works. We're also going to spend a lot of time talking um, to each and every one of you today um, about fall. Uh, I know that's hard to believe, but August is a couple weeks away, and the time to start sowing grass seed is just around the corner. And there are a lot of lawns out there that are in serious peril related to a number of issues. But I will tell you, a lot of the turf grass challenges that I'm seeing are directly related to improper nutrition. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. We're also going to talk about um, some interesting topics as well. We're talking about sweet onions, which is what we're going to do in, in the garden kitchen. We're also going to talk about some flowering trees for the summer. And I've got some things going on in my landscape that I'm going to tell you what are absolutely gorgeous right now. We're also, John Scott will join us later today from Knollwood. We'll talk a little bit about the hornworms that are showing up in some interesting places right now. And also, um, I've got some editorials I'm going to make today, particularly about those folks who come knocking at your door they want to sell you mosquito sprays. I, I just, it, it, it fascinates me why we have to fear monger, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to hit that one right between the eyes as far as, frankly, it's a big waste of your money. Um, also today, I want to spend a lot of time talking about the importance of trees. If you ever want to feel the benefit of a tree, <laughs> and Javon, I think you would attest to this, a day like today Stand in the sun and then walk under a tree. You will truly feel the benefit of a tree. <laughs> and so planting trees is really critical for a lot of things. And uh, we're going to talk about today about that and how you should be planting trees as well this upcoming uh, late summer, fall season. Um, but the most important thing that we'll do today, ladies and gentlemen, is take your calls at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And today also, Mr. Tisher and I are at 730 are going to talk about soil aggregates. And, and I know we're going to, what is soil 
aggregates. And we're going to talk about how they form, but more importantly, how important they are. And we're going to talk about ways and little tips that you can follow along the way to improve your soil as well. So we got a lot to do today. We're going to roll our sleeves up and uh, take your calls, 457-1290. And I also want to say, if you are going to spend any time outside today doing yard work or gardening work, make sure you wear sunscreen and make sure you stay hydrated. Yesterday, I worked in my yard, and I'm going to tell you what, um, I was sweating bullets like crazy. But it's okay. It really is okay because at the end of the day, um, got a lot done and the landscape looks great. And we're going to talk a lot today about keeping your yard garden great, particularly in weather like this. And uh, frankly, it can be a bit of a challenge. And turf grass has got a lot of challenges right now. We'll talk about that and so much more. And uh, when we come back, we're going to start talking about what plants do when it gets hot outside. Join me live at GardenTalkBlog.com for live interactive chat. You can also give me a call at 457-1290, only here, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. For more than a decade, Mansi Metal has produced quality metal roofing and siding and sturdy post-frame building packages at factories in Illinois and Kentucky. We now have a new factory in Dayton and are ready to serve the Miami Valley. At Mansi Metal, you can place your order today and pick it up tomorrow. Now is the perfect time to install a new metal roof or put up a pole barn designed to last. Stop by our Dayton showroom at 4799 Salem Avenue. Call 503-2457 or visit us at mansimetal.com. It's the Smith Brothers of Burn Furniture Sale at Gallery Home Furnishings in Englewood. Shop and save at this big sale now through August 3rd with 45% off regular prices. Bedroom, dining room, entertainment consoles, glider rockers, and more. Visit galleryhomefurnishings.com. Every company has a history, a story that makes them who they are. At Koenig Equipment, their story is about family. It started 115 years ago when John C. Koenig realized his vision to start a family business to serve his friends and neighbors. Today, the Koenig Equipment team maintains that same vision. From offering competitive prices on John Deere equipment to providing parts and service beyond the sale. Conveniently located in Urbana. Visit keturf.com today. Hot summer deals at Mark's, like Lay's potato chips, only two for $3.98. Cool off with Snapple or Snapple straight up tea, 12 for $10. Stop into one of our give back sweepstakes. This week's prize is summer fun, Ohio style. Mark's. As the summer heat index climbs into dangerous territory, stay tuned to WHIO Radio for 24-7 updates on temperatures and important reminders of how to navigate the oppressive heat for you, your family, and your pets. Dayton's severe weather station is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Good morning, everybody. If you got a gardening question, we would love to hear from you today. 457-1290. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. 
I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar outside shows very warm, very balmy conditions. Actually, I will tell you, weather like this is the absolute perfect incubation chamber for a number of uh, diseases in the landscape. Currently, we're sitting at 75 degrees Fahrenheit um, up at the airport. I will tell you this morning when I drove into the station, my thermometer on my vehicle was reading 76. So somewhere around there, it is a very warm, humid morning. If you are irrigating, ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you this, water only between 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. If you do any watering after 10 a.m., you are setting yourself up for lots and lots of disease problems in your landscape. So 4 a.m., 10 a.m., and in the conditions that we are right now with the high temperatures, we should be trying to achieve at least 1.5 inches of rainfall per seven days. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. 457-1290, nowhere else do you get the information that uh, uh, you get here on Garden Talk. I tell you, we have listeners that uh, span the globe these days. I get emails from people from the East Coast, the West Coast. Um, I get uh, inquiries about certain plants as far away as Taiwan, and um, we are heard all over the world. You can actually listen to different our uh, podcasts if you don't if you want to miss it in addition. And I will tell you that Garden Talk has been around for 28 plus years, and there's never been one show that's the same as the last show or show that we've ever done. So it's a good good thing to remember that what we do here is very original every week. Let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290 and do what we do best, which is help you. Let's go help John in Beaver Creek. John in Beaver Creek, good morning. Morning. Morning, John. Go ahead. Uh, I've got two questions. Is it best to, to water late, uh, early in the morning or late at night? Uh, do not, and I repeat myself, do not water at night. You want to really? start, yeah, if you, you want to start out at 4 a.m. <laughs> and you need that. I don't get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> well, you need to, because this is the problem, John. We have humidity right now that it's high. We've got temperatures that are high. And when water forms on our turf grass, it's the perfect storm for d- disease problems. The other thing, John, that I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you a quick question before you get your second question to me. When is the last? When is the last time you had a soil test? Oh boy! Well, we just moved into the house six months ago. Okay, John, I'm going to tell you something that is going to be the most valuable bit of advice you'll ever get from me on Garden Talk. A lot of the disease issues that we're seeing in turf right now is directly related to improper fertility. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, one of the most cheapest bits of insurance policy and the best way that I can save you money and improve the way your lawn looks is to do a soil test. Um, I have I I read a lot of soil tests and people who actually 
have lawn care companies aren't getting what they need to have done to their lawn. Um, I would highly recommend a soil test. Uh, Irrigation-wise, 4 a.m. to 10 a.m., hold it to that. You need to be applying approximately 1.5 inches of water right now to your lawn. Now, a lot of us have gotten a lot of not much needed rain between some of these events. And what's been really nice is we did get quite a bit of rain in the beginning of last week from, I guess that was Tropical Storm Barry, which helped out yeah. a lot of lawns. It did. It really did. But a lot of lawns, John, I'm seeing are highly anemic. They are lacking particularly high levels of phosphorus and potassium. And unless people start fertilizing their lawns right, and I say this with the greatest bit, bit of, 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 of emphasis, if they don't start wa- fertilizing their lawns right, following what the science says, they are setting themselves up for massive, massive disease issues right now. And I, 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 I see it. I see the crystal ball. I see it coming. But what's your second question, John? Well, the second one is... Uh... I have uh, a mostly green lawn, but I do have several areas where there are uh, dead spots or brown spots. How do I care, take care of those? Well, this likely could be brown patch or likely could be dollar spot. And the one that I'm seeing a lot of is dollar spot. And guess what, John, is the number one reason we have dollar spot? I have no idea. Lack of proper nutrition. Oh. Yeah. Dollar spot is a gateway disease related to the lack of phosphorus and potassium. Now, think about this, John. We have had a lot of rain this year. And a lot of the whatever nutrition was in the soil got leached away. So I go back to what I said in in your first question. And I didn't even know you had dollar spot, John. I don't even know who you are, John. (laughs) But But the point being is... A lot of turf grass problems and also tree problems and other problems in the landscape is directly related to nutrition. And I'll give you a prime example. Um, I know of somebody who refuses, and I mean, I've done soil tests for them, two year, two, uh, one soil test every two years for the last, last couple years. And I give them this recommendation. They choose not to follow the recommendation and continue down the bantered path that they do, that yard right now has more dollar spot than it's ever had in the last 15 years that I've known about the existence of this property. Oh. So this is the problem, John. If you don't invest in your lawn <laughs> by proper testing and proper application of fertilizers, and if you just guess and guess what your lawn needs, you are going to run a path a path that will destroy the look of your landscape. Because oh. it's simply, it's like not going to, it's not like if, if it, let me put it this way. If all you went to the grocery store and bought was potato chips, okay? And I, I like potato, I love potato chips. But if, if all you ever ate was potato chips for breakfast, for lunch and dinner, what would that? What would you result? What would be the result of eating potato chips for two to three to four years of your life? You'd look like a potato chip, right? Yeah. Or look pretty bad. The point being is there's 17 essential nutrients that plants need. 17. 
So, John, how do we know what 17 the plant needs without a test? We just don't know. What's the next thing I do? You need to get a soil test. You need to work with a qualified professional that can collect collect the soil by a protocol. There's actually a protocol to collect the soil. That soil is sent to a lab. The lab sends the results back, and then a person like myself would read the results and then write your report regarding what to follow. So don't guess, John, soil test. It's the best investment you can ever make in your lawn. And if anybody tells you that they they don't need to do soil testing because they know everything, run. <laughs> I mean run because I'll tell you what, I read a lot of soil tests. I've read soil tests that were people that will live right next to each other who have totally different numbers in the same on the same street. Every yard is different. Every situation is different. And you need reliable facts and data to come up with conclusions that are going to be more likely than not result in success. So like I said, dollar spot is running rampant. And the reason it's running rampant is because improper fertility. John, I must go because of the constraints of time. Javon's going to start throwing dollar spotted t- turf at me. Oh, uh, my office number is 937-835-3381. Or you can go to Weber Land. Mark Weber's Landscaping, named after me for some odd reason. Okay. Okay. John, good luck. And like I said, water 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. I know you got to get up early, but trust me, your lawn will thank you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your call. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. And like I said before, these types of diseases, the red threads, the rust, the dollar spot, are all diseases that are related to nutrition. Nutrition is the foundation of plant health. If you don't properly fertilize, ladies and gentlemen, proper fertilization begins in a scientific method following a soil test. And if you're not soil testing, you are going to have problems. And if you don't soil test, um, you might as well go play the slot machines over at the local gambling house because the bottom line is you are gambling with your property's future. 457-1290. In a few minutes after we get out of the news at the bottom of the hour, um, we are going to go in the garden with a weekly tip to help your garden grow. And I'm going to talk in great specificity how plants cool themselves off during this kind of heat. And it's called transpiration. And it's a very fascinating process, but it goes to tell us that uh, we need to always make sure that we're diligent with our watering practices in the landscape as well. And how a plant can literally die under these kind of conditions if it does not have the ample amount of water. And uh, we'll talk about that and so much more in the next half hour of Garden Talk. Plus, we're going to go in the garden kitchen. We're going to talk about a very interesting plant, uh, the sweet onion, and how it's not a very good keeper, but oh my goodness sakes alive, is it delicious. On the station that you depend on for Garden Talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.
Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 630. I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO news update. Our top story, tensions in the Persian Gulf go up another notch as Iran seizes a pair of oil tankers yesterday in the Strait of Hormuz. Another scorcher out there today. I'll let you know when the next chance for rain is. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO triple team traffic got a report of an accident near mile marker 50 of I-75 southbound. That's in Moraine. Not seeing any delay in that area just yet. We've also got 175 northbound at the Route 4 northbound on-ramp. Again, not seeing any delay in that area yet either. Our top story, tensions in the Persian Gulf are cranked up another notch as Iran seizes two oil tankers in the Straits of Hormuz yesterday. Iran has been engaged in illegal activities to try and support the Syrian regime, uh, and I'm afraid to say they got caught by coming through EU waters. Now, to say that, you know, we're going to seize another tanker quite innocently going about its business in retaliation to that shows that actually the Iranian regime has a blatant disregard for international maritime law. That's former UK Royal Navy Rear Admiral Chris Perry. Dangerous heat and humidity for the Miami Valley today. An excessive heat warning will last for all of the Miami Valley until 8 p.m. today in combination with an air quality alert for the Dayton area. If possible, avoid extended exposure outside today. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag is back in moments with his exclusive WHIO forecast. President Trump is trying to help free an American music star jailed overseas. The rapper ASAP Rocky remains jailed in Sweden this morning. Numerous celebrities have joined the fight to free him. Even President Trump is weighing in, tweeting he would call the prime minister of the country to see what can be done. The Grammy-nominated artist was arrested weeks ago for allegedly assaulting a man during a fight before a music festival. Wendy Gillette with team coverage. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is all clear this hour. It is 73 degrees in Eaton, 75 in Springfield, and 75 degrees in Dayton at 633. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks, I'm Dave Daniels on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk depend on it. Hi folks, it's me again, and I'm cooking in the sun just like you are. But you know, you can still plant those trees and shrubs right now, and with proper watering, still gain a full summer's growth. We keep our garden center fully stocked all summer long with thousands of good, healthy trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, and annuals, because we know that some folks 
just can't get it all done in the spring. Also this time of year, there are lots of bargains all over our six-acre nursery and greenhouses. We have potted rose bushes as low as $14.95, plats of annuals starting at $12.95, and hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We still have a great selection of Rose of Sharon, Boxwoods, Hydrangeas, and Barberry. So come out to 1309 Brant Pike, and remember we're open seven days. You watch what you eat, you're hitting the gym, you're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original mattress factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an original mattress factory store or visit us at originalmattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Plants have many important functions, like making leaves, making flowers, making seeds, growing, storing starches in their roots. But we as human beings are usually unaware of something called transpiration. It is estimated 98% of plants' energy goes into the work of transpiration. Water from the soil moves up through the plant roots, through the sapwood, into the leaves. And then the water is warmed by the sun, and it's turned into vapor, or evaporates or passes out through thousands and thousands of little tiny spore pores in the leaves underside called stomatas. This is called transpiration. And as a general rule, for every 18 degrees Fahrenheit, that increase in temperature results in the physical doubling of respiration and water loss, meaning that when it's 95 to 98 degrees outside, it is doubled over when it was in the 80s. Plants need to cool themselves, and they do that very efficiently. See, when temperatures rise too high, the metabolism inside the plant begins to slow and stop. And during severe heat like we're having right now, plants can these type of temperatures can cause air bubbles or embolisms inside the plant, which leads to dehydration. And one of the ways that we can avoid dehydration and embolisms is by proper irrigation and proper watering. You see, transpiration is actually an evaporative cooling process that brings down the internal temperature of the plants to a lower level. And what's the important part of transpiration are on the, each side of the stomata, 
are these what called our guard cells. And these guard cells have the ability to close and shut and open and close and shut. And those guard cells are sensitive to light, temperature, relative humidity, as well as CO2 levels that they need to take in for, for, for photosynthesis. But here is the key. A lot of times stomatas work by efficiency with the use of phosphorus and potassium being at efficient levels inside the plant. So if you don't have proper fertility in place, many cases your plants can be put into stress and trouble because of the lack of phosphorus and potassium in the proper concentration. You see, trees and plants are like a big pump. They pull water out of the soil to cool themselves off and also conduct photosynthesis. The bottom line is proper watering, proper fertility leads to plants that survive hot temperatures. Otherwise, they'll bake, they'll roast, and they'll die in the heat. You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dot. If you like to read about transpiration, you can go to gardentalkblog.com. I got some really cool photographs that show what a stomata looks like and... Uh, this is really cool stuff. I love to talk about how plants work and function. And without further ado, up on the Horticultural Hotline, we're joined by your friend and mine and the educational coordinator at the Snyder Arboretum over in Springfield, Ohio. Your friend and mine, Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I am transpirating just great. <laughs> That'll happen in weather like today. <laughs> you know, I love I love your blog post about uh, summer summer color in the landscape, particularly with trees, and mm-hmm. uh, you nailed it right on the head with with coloriteria. And one that's not talked a lot about is the Japanese pagoda tree or the Chinese scholar tree. Tell us about them. Well. The uh, this I, I really don't think about these trees until I start to see the uh, buds forming on them, and it's like, oh yeah, because we don't have a lot of trees that flower in the summer, and the coriteria, uh, it's it's a smaller tree, it's maybe thirty or forty feet tall, and this time of year it will produce these masses of small yellow flowers all over it and it's it's a color we don't see in trees very often and at this time of year it's uh it's remarkable and it will literally cover itself with these uh, small yellow flowers and then what's really cool it's followed by uh they form these kind of papery brown pods that are ornamental in and of themselves they'll hold well into winter and so you get um i, I like you know extra effect they give you kind of a uh, a whistling or rustling sound too. Mm-hmm. Once the leaves are gone, those will hold, and uh, the wind kind of rustles through them. And the other one, the uh, pagoda tree, the sephoras, these are it's a a little bit taller, but they tend to be a more slender, almost sculptural tree. White pea-shaped flowers. Yep. Uh, they're absolutely spectacular. 
and uh, the they are followed by a fruit that's a long green pod. Uh, I would recommend not planting them somewhere where you or others will park under them because I have found them to be uh, very attractive to certain larger birds, and they're a little on the cathartic side. Um, so you want to watch out for that or you'll be washing your car a lot. But both of these are extremely adaptable. I've seen yeah. them do quite well in, in parking lot islands. Um, they do tend to self-sow, but they're not on the invasive side. It's really easy to just pull up and, and remove the, the seedlings. But, uh, yeah, they're good, tough trees for tough sites, and they're they're. Well, you know, it's interesting. Color impact. What's interesting yeah. about the about the Japanese um, pagoda tree, um, and uh, usually like we do in the world of, of of science, we decided to change its genus genus again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, used to know it as Sephora. Now it's whatever this name is, Stephanopla, whatever it is. It's interesting to me is this is actually a legume, uh, meaning mm-hmm. that it, it actually has the ability to fix and make its own nitrogen below the soil surface, um, which is uh, kind of a cool thing. And in the case of the coleoteria. Coleoteria actually belongs uh, rich to the uh, soap wort family of plants, which is actually the maple family, which is kind of an interest. I would have never guessed that. Oh. Yeah, I would have never. It's sapidensiae, uh, which is in the maple family, which is that's really kind of a interesting twist to this plant because I you don't see a lot of, there's some maples with paneatly compound leaves, but this one uh, definitely does. So it's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. one one in, in that regard. Um, you know, Rich, the other thing that we see in, in, in the summer landscape, I've got chass tree that is absolutely in magnificent color right now in my home landscape. Um, yesterday I was mowing the grass and doing some things around the house, yard and my goodness sakes, the butterflies and the bumblebees and all of the native ground bees were just having just a ball of a time, um, you know, working the flowers. And uh, I, 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 all of a sudden I realized to myself, I spent most of the day working in my yard. And you know how many times I was, was attacked by a mosquito? No, that's a question. It's a really good question. How many times was Mark Weber attacked by mosquitoes yesterday working in my yard? Zero. Well, let's see. Zero. Z- well, zero. And you know why I believe that is? Maybe I, they are attracted by heat, uh, heat no, sensors, and so they were confused. <laughs> no, I've come to the conclusion, and and this is it's a, some. I read an article about this. One of the ways that we can reduce. Uh, mosquitoes in our landscape, one of which is get rid of standing water, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's the first place we get rid of, which I don't have any standing water in my property. Number two is to plant flowering plants. Because if we plant flowering plants, what do we increase, Rich? We increase... Well, you'll increase pollinator attraction, but you'll also get... Uh, predators. also leads to some birds, yes, predators. Predators. So I've decided that I have a predator-rich landscape. And one of the reasons that I can sit out on my deck and enjoy my landscape without being bit, eaten, and alive is because I have a predator-rich landscape that takes care of my mosquito population, including I've got a family of hummingbirds in my landscape now, 
that are having a good old time. I have bats in my landscape at night, Rich. Um, and you know what? I don't have to spray my yard. My, I, it kills me when these people are spraying their yards for mosquitoes. It's a waste of money. It also destroys these very things to eat, eat the mosquitoes. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And it's, it, it, it mm-hmm. angers me on a, on a global ecological level. It's, it's ridiculous to, to dump that much poison into the environment for momentary personal creature comfort. It just it's, and shouldn't. and the way that way that it's sold is fear mongering. It is mm-hmm. it, it 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 attacks people on from an emotional standpoint, not an intellectual standpoint, and it's fear mongering. And I am sorry, but it is wrong. We control we control this insect by managing the environment around it. There are biological methods to control it, and more so. Just think how happy your life would be if you had more flowering plants in your landscape and more diversity. Life is a lot Which, better yeah. with, with, with diversity than it is with a monoculture of nothing but a lawn. I'm sorry. I love grass. Don't get me wrong. But can you imagine living in a place with nothing but grass, with no trees, shrubs, plants, or flowers? No, I don't I think well, so. I would that that would be a landscape, and Randy Tisher has heard me say this before. That would be a landscape that's just waiting to have that grass chopped up and uh, turned into large garden panels. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I like my grass too. Rich, I must go because of the constraints of time. But as always, thank you so much, and have a great uh, weekend. Stay cool, okay? Well, thank you too. And real quick, uh, a plug for Snyder Park. Yes, everybody, put August third from nine a.m. to. 2 p.m. on your calendars. We have our Jubilee event there. Come out and it'll be uh, an exposition of what we've done, what we're planning to do, what we have going on right now, and there'll be free hot dogs. It's a totally free event. Come out and have some fun. Outstanding. Rich, take good care. Make sure you put an event up at gardentalkblog.com. We'll tell the world. Okay? Okay, great. Cool. Thank, thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. I'm gonna to talk to Connie real quick, Javon, before we go in the garden kitchen. John, Connie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good, thank you. Yes, ma'am. How can I help? I have uh, six tomato plants. They're in pots. Uh, big, lush, green, looking good. Two of them, on the upper half only, have um, a brown perimeter, like crispy edges to the to the leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether I ought to be concerned about it or you should be. doing it. You should be. Um, you may have one or two one or two pathogens going on. One is septorial leaf spot. The second may be um, earlier slash late blight. It's the same fungi. Oh, crud. Uh, it's okay. Um, everybody gets it. Um, there's a couple ways. There's some fungicides out there that can help protect the newly formed leaves that you can buy. But you can also, what I recommend, and Rich does this with his tomatoes, is he goes out and actually picks off those leaves that are infected and removes them. And when you remove them, make sure you remove them in a way that doesn't leave them by the pot because that disease actually finds its way by spores in the soil. This is going to be most of the leaves on the top half of the plant. I'll tell you what, why don't you take a photograph of it and email it to me? Okay. Let me see what you've got. It sounds like blight, but let me look at it from my my old garden eyes here. Uh, email me at mweber 
two B's, at WeberLandscaping.com. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good day, okay? You too. Bye-bye. 457-1290, Javon. Let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is the Sweet Onion. Now, sweet onions are a variety of onion that are very low in pungency, and their mildness is attributed to a very low sulfur content and a high water content compared to other onion varieties. Many cases, the sweet onion types are actually related to the Bermuda onion, and they have been around the world, and they all started around 1888. Onion um, exports to the United States have become very high, particularly with sweet onions, and they're predominantly um, Texas varieties that you will oftentimes see sold like Texas 1015s or Walla Walla onions from Washington State or even Penko onions from the Penko Valley of state of Texas. All of these onions, ladies and gentlemen, are sweet onions. Now keep in mind, there's a couple caveats that you need to know about this species of onion. You can grow them in your landscape, particularly you grow them by onion Plants, you plant them in the spring and then harvest them midsummer. But more so, these are varieties of onions that need to be eaten and eaten as soon as you take them out of the garden. They will store for some time, but not a very long time compared to other types of onions that have higher levels of sulfur. This week's In the Garden Kitchen has been the Sweet Onion. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290, and when we come back, we'll give you an updated uh, forecast from Mr. Jesse Mack, and along with that as well, continue with your calls. Not one, not two, but a plethora of phone lines available at 457-1290 here on 1290-957-WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 957-WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Did you know that even if you choose cremation that you can still choose a traditional grave space and headstone? At David Cemetery, you and a loved one can place your cremations together on one space and provide your family a traditional final resting place. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Why Greater Dayton Surgery Center? I would recommend Greater Dayton uh, Surgery Center because I didn't have to stay there for two or three days. I was able to go home right after surgery and that was very important to me. Five months after the knee replacement, I was able to play in a tennis tournament and I wanted. Greater Dayton Surgery Center is Dayton's only outpatient surgical center offering same-day joint replacement and spinal surgical procedures. Call 937-535-2200 or visit DaytonSurgeryCenter.com. 
Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio right here on WHIO, Saturdays at 1 p.m. for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in Saturdays at 1 p.m. on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. As the summer heat index climbs into dangerous territory, stay tuned to WHIO Radio for 24-7 updates on temperatures and important reminders of how to navigate the oppressive heat for you, your family, and your pets. Dayton's severe weather station is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 6.54. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mack. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new Live Doppler 7 HG radar shows very warm conditions for this time of the day. We've got 79 degrees down in Springboro. We've got 76 in Wilmington, 75 in Springfield on the station that uh, you depend on for weather, traffic, and, of course, Garden Talk. This is 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290. I'm going to ask you guys all a question. Um, Leaves that are really, really large on a plant versus another plant with really fine, small leaves. Which plant do you think would... uh, Lose the most water in a day to transpiration. Again, if you've got a plant, um, let's say like a magnolia with big leaves and you've got a pine tree with narrow needles, which of the two is going to lose the most water in a 24-hour period? 457-1290, if you know the answer to the question. Let's go right to the telephone. I don't have a price to give you yet, but that's okay. Let's go talk to Brian in Inglewood. Brian in Inglewood, good morning. Morning, Mark. How are you? I'm well, sir. It's a pleasure to talk to you. How can I help? Um, I have a magnolia tree in my backyard that this year uh, started uh, being a lot of flies around it and on it. Okay. And I've just recently noticed uh, stuff dripping from the tree. Yeah, you got a you got a sticky it. situation there. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yeah, Brian, what you most likely have is a scale insect that's causing all this. Um, Okay. And it could be, I have seen magnolia scale. I've seen oyster shell scale. I've seen um, two or three other species of scales on magnolias this year. 
Um, and what this insect is, it, it belongs in the aphid family. Um, it lives underneath a hard shell, semi-hard shell, or a soft scale. And it's there because if that scale uh, covering was not there, that plant, that animal would die, okay? That, acts, okay? that actually acts like the cover of a tank over top of the human body during war. That makes sense. Um, this, this insect... Uh, drives its uh, mouth feeding parts into the plant and taps into the phloem of the plant. And the phloem is where it's really high in carbohydrates and sugars. And the plant and the animal pulls that material out and it can actually separate out the proteins from the sugar. Because what this insect is most interested in eating is the meat, is the meat or the protein, okay? And so the byproduct of after doing that is actually sugar. And they basically are making like cotton handy on your, on your magnolia. So, oh, no. so, so okay. once, once that sticky stuff forms, there's a secondary pathogen called a sooty mold that forms. And a lot of times you'll see a lot of black residue on the plant um, related to this yeah. problem. Yep. And so, I, I am on the lower branches. Yeah. So the first thing we got to do, Brian, is we got to identify what species of scale it is to know what the best treatment is. So what you want to work with is an ISA. That's an International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborist, and you can find yours at Trees Number Four Ohio dot O R G, Trees for Ohio dot O R G. And work with a certified arborist to figure out what the what the species of insect is, and then from there come up with a treatment plan. Okay, Brian. Awesome, thank you, Mark. No, thank you, and uh, good luck with the with the sticky sticky magnolia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Good luck. Bye bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's first hour of this week's this first hour of Garden Talk. Do not let your gardening hearts go to trouble because next half hour we're going to be talking to Jesse Mack from News Center 7 about a lot of weather stuff. We're also going to talk to Randy Tischer in the next half hour of Garden Talk. We're talking about a very interesting topic called soil aggregation and how you can improve the aggregation in your soil and your landscape. Plus, take your calls at 457-1294. Available phone lines for your dynamic use. And don't forget, during the week, if you ever need help, give my office a call at 937-835-3381. More Garden Talk will continue after this on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.